Welcome to the Soaring Sports Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about the NHL and NBA playoffs. And in case you haven't been following us, we're, we took a little break and now we're back. So we're glad to be back. And let's start off with the fact that we are no longer in the same room recording. Alan, how is Texas? Well, it's been pretty fun, pretty interesting. You know, uh, when going to Texas, I most well, East Texas, I mostly thought, oh, it's going to be like, a little bit like Dallas, some city type. Uh, turns out uh, it's pretty foresty out here. As you can see, I'm at a friend's house right now until my wife and I find, find an apartment or a house to rent. And I would say it's been a little bit challenging, but what matters is uh, we're just trying to keep it positive each and every day. And luckily our friends, um, our friends here, uh, it's actually – my wife's boss and her family, but I consider them friends as well. They've been nothing but awesome. And it's just, it just gives you perspective about what we always talk about positivity. And that the more we, the more positive attitude that we can have in, in life, especially in today's world, then at the end things will work out and, and you, you can go, you can't go nothing but up. Very true. Glad to hear that, man. So let's talk about the. Let's start with off with the NBA. How's uh, basketball oh going right goodness. now? Oh uh, my Well, it's been close to a month since it has reopened, and let me tell you, it's been very interesting watching basketball how it is. And obviously, we we talk about the Lakers, we talk about the Clippers and the Bucks, who are the three top favorites to win the title, but there is one huge thing that I think now we're starting to realize. There's no such thing as home court advantage. You're just playing. It's like you're just playing at the backyard. No advantage. Even normally a big dunk, a big dunk changes the game and the crowd is into it. Now, one big dunk, it's just a big dunk. And the team and the opposing team can recover, and and the playoffs has really begun. And right now, it has been nothing short than what we hit, we have expected so far. That's interesting. Yeah, I've noticed that in baseball and hockey as well, where you know, and you can kind of tell in the athletes too. In the beginning, they weren't used to it, mm-hmm. and athletes we feed off of that energy that the fans bring right so it took them i feel like a few games or so to get used to the fact that it was artificial crowd noise but you're right even because it's a bubble situation whereas in baseball it's a bit different we'll talk about that next episode but like it's really interesting because there's no uh home court advantage like you were saying and so it's really interesting to see how that's working yeah and i could tell you how that's working so far as as of right now the lakers are actually down 1-0 to the trailblazers who they crawled their way to play in that playing game against the memphis grizzlies and they nailed it they nailed it on sunday and on tuesday they played game one and they beat the Lakers in a way that now there's there's some saying that there's more concern 
about the Lakers. Will they be able to beat Portland? And, you know, it's just one game. I know it's just one game. But sometimes one game can can change an outcome of of a series. So keep an eye on that. Watching, see how the Lakers will respond. They actually will play tonight in about 40 minutes from now, I would say. Or actually, no, 6 o'clock. So keep an eye on that. How will the Lakers respond? And And really, like, it's just like you're in high school all over again. Like, you're just – you're just playing these games, like these tournament games, and no crowd, and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, you know, I follow the Nuggets casually, you know, and it was interesting to see that the Nuggets, even their stuff, they had a great game against the Jazz, fourth quarter comeback, overtime victory in game one. Now the series for that that. Those two teams is tied one one with the Jazz winning winning it yesterday, yeah. so it's kind of interesting to see how these teams are reacting with one another. Yeah, absolutely. And then also, I would say, and it's given the opportunity to the younger players. Like you mentioned, the Nuggets, they got this guy Michael Porter Jr. Before, like coming into the league, he was highly touted, but in college, he injured his back. He only played around two three games. His rookie year last year, like, he didn't play, obviously. And then this year, he's gotten some playing time. And now ever since the restart, you see what he was in high school, like why he was highly regarded coming into the league. So now, like, it's giving him opportunities. It's giving even Bull Bull, another draft pick, who at first, like, we thought he may not play at all this year and ever since he came back he's done pretty good in the limit in the limited minutes that he's done so I would say like and then there's even more players coming in as well but the more that these players are getting involved and given opportunities that's where you can see that this is good also for the young players especially if you are in a situation where your team can't compete for for an NBA championship. Yeah, it's it. Playoffs are just fun in general, and especially when it's game like a best of seven series, like NHL and NBA playoffs are. You know, you never know what's going to happen, so it's fun to watch as all these teams are, you know, trying to figure out who they are in the playoffs, especially with these younger teams, you know, that might not have been in there for a while or at all. Mm-hmm. So it's always interesting to see how that's working out. Yeah. So I think let it be that's but I think we can give with only two games we and with the NBA playoffs going it's hard to give series week recaps um or one or two games played in each series. But we can do a quick series recap uh, of each conference with the teams that are playing in how that's going. Uh, let's uh, So in uh, the Eastern Conference, we have the Heat versus the Pacers, Miami versus Indiana, and we have also in the East, Orlando versus Milwaukee. So this, I don't know much. I haven't watched basketball season as much as you have, so you all have to tell me, you know, 
the summary of how they got there and what how well yeah. they're doing. But it, it look it's looking like the Pacers don't really belong in these playoffs uh, well, based on how the Heat are well, beating pretty them. much, yeah. Uh, basic. Uh, there's been some personal bad blood between well, personal beef, not bad blood beef between Miami superstar Jimmy Butler and uh, Indiana's T.J. Warren, which they got into it in February with T.J. Warren getting ejected and Jimmy Butler saying like, "Oh, I'll guard him anytime." He ain't going to do squat. And right now, Miami, they're, they're showing themselves why they belong where they belong. And, and even their mindset of is basically they want the Bucks. I don't know of any team that has that attitude of you want, the, you want the best team. Normally, you have that mindset. Yeah, it's pretty good. But also, it's a be careful what you wish for situation. But this one... Since there's no home court, anything goes. So, so yeah, I expect Miami to move on. It may not be a sweep. I think it will be. It'll end in, end in five. Interesting, because Miami is already up two zero. So the Pacers would have to win a game or two to make it go to five. Yeah. So, actually, to make it go to five, Indiana has to win tomorrow. Yeah. Or Friday. Yeah, Friday. So they'd have to win Friday in order for it to go to game five. But so right now it's looking like a sweep. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the only team that could you could consider in this whole thing having a home court advantage is Orlando because they are playing in Orlando. Yeah, kid. <laughs> <laughs> so you can consider that as home court advantage, you know, but is it really home court when there's no fans in the stadium? That's a good question. So we'll, we'll see about that. But right now, uh, with the Bucks are just killing it in the second quarter over the Magic. Uh, basically, Orlando's up 1-0, but it was just Milwaukee had a bad game. And obviously, there's no contest there. Like, I don't know what else to say. But so far, the Bucks they're, they're just readjusting to who they are. And obviously, their bubble experience – was so-so. They've had some games where they could have done better, but but they're just getting their their rhythm together. And, and this is going to be so important because after this season, Giannis Antetokounmpo is going to be a free agent. So for him to stay, for if, they, if the Bucks want him to stay, they just got to do one thing and one thing only. And that is when the win the championship. You, they do that. He's staying for sure. Bucks for life. Not that we could see a whole situation and and they can go anywhere from there, really. But the pressure is on the Bucks to actually make a run to the NBA Finals. So you think in order for the Bucks to keep Giannis, it has, it's basically championship that or bust. There's yes. no... There's no proof, like having them go, you know, to conference finals before nope. they go to NBA. No, finals. they did that last. No, it's championship or bust. Last year, they there were two games away. They had a two-zero lead, and they just blew it at the end against the Raptors. So obviously, it was no Kawhi Leonard. This is their, I would say, their best shot at getting there. Because who knows how next year is going to be? Who really knows? Yeah, that's true. Even with all sports, who knows what next year is going to be. 
Also in the East, we got Boston up 2-0 in the series against the 70, Philadelphia 76ers, as well as Toronto up 2-0 in the series against the Brooklyn Nets. Obviously, you're rooting for Boston in the 76ers series. So we, how's uh, those games been doing? Have you been watching those? I would say game one was a little bit close, but last night was just a blowout. And Jason Tatum, like, he is becoming – he is a star big time. I think this this playoffs, we're going to see him blossom into a superstar. But it's not just him. I would also say Jalen Brown, another another great player. He could have been an all-star this year. Next year, he will be. Kemba Walker, the thing with them was, like, let's keep Kemba Walker healthy. They're point guard because he's been dealing with knee injuries. Mm-hmm. And he was on a minutes restriction. Now he's fully recovered, no minutes restriction, and he's just been killing it. Even though, yes, the loss of Gordon Hayward will be big because he sprained his ankle. He'll be missing four weeks. But this gives up, like I said, like next man up. And I can't think of another team that's very, very good at that than, than the Celtics. Great coaching by Brad Stevens and really like – any other given any by if it was in a regular season and we're facing the Sixers, I'll be very concerned because normally Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons like you're gonna have to game plan them very well. But no Ben Simmons, it's hurting the Sixers. They don't have uh, a playmaker who can make things go, and also Ben Simmons would guard Jason Tatum, and you could see how Jason Tatum plays – he plays a little bit different when Ben Simmons guards him, and it's it, – it goes up and down with Jason. But since they have no one to stop Jason Tatum, he could just go off and average 29 a game any given night. So for the Sixers, it's just – it's been nothing but disaster. Uh, they still – they're down 2-0. It's not over till till you reach four, so there's opportunity for the Sixers. But based on how they're playing – Based on how the Celtics are just hitting all cylinders, there I, I see this going five games, heck, even a sweep. Because the Sixers, if this was in Philadelphia, game three, they would be ready. They would make our players like be rattled a bit. But since we're in Orlando, uh, Philly doesn't have it. And you'll see right away that Philly doesn't – doesn't have the firepower to face the Celtics and and then even don't be surprised for a coaching change in Philadelphia. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I've been looking at – I haven't looked at the box score too much, but I'm looking at the scores for the past few games. And it, Like you said, that first game's a little close, 109 to 101 points. Celtics came out yeah. on top. And, you know – Yesterday, 128 to 101. So it's not like the 76ers – it's not like they're not playing well. It's it's probably just like you're saying, without knowing too much, like that one guy that's, you know, not there – Ben yeah, Simmons, ben that one guy that's not there to help them out and help them, you know, succeed with – it's not help in their favor. And basketball especially, when there's not enough people to help pieces or so, that are in your starting five rotation, it, it really hurts you. 
And that's what it's looking like it's going on in Philadelphia and Boston. Yeah, totally agree with that. Big time. So how about the Toronto Raptors and Brooklyn Nets? What what do you know well, about this series? It's a miracle that the Nets are there because basically half of their team is not there. Their best players are not there. I'm serious. Like, Sounds like the Yankees of last year. Know, but it was just a miracle that they're there. Um, it's just basically, thanks for showing up. But I'll be very surprised if the Nets turn it around because, like, yes, they're a gritty team and all, but this league is about stars. Their stars are injured. Who knows what could have been with Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving in that series, but you can't say much about it. But other than, okay, we'll wait for Toronto on the next round. Yeah, I think that's what, looking at the bracket for the basketball finals, it's a lot easier to figure out what teams are going to play each other versus the hockey bracket. We'll get into that when we start talking about hockey. But looking at box score and just scores in general, it almost looks like the Brooklyn team has no business being even that's in correct. the playoffs. Yeah, that's, that's my thought as well. Because, like, like, they're not even able to keep it up score-wise with how the, the Raptors are doing. And it was Toronto that won last year, yes, if I remember correctly. So you have your – and defending champs always have a you know a chip on their back, and especially with the rest that they had with because of the break, they're probably probably still favorites to uh, get back. I would up say there. one of the favorites, and then obviously they they have a chip on the shoulder as you mentioned because some people say that oh they won it because of Kawhi Leonard, but that's not the case, and they want to show that hey like we we may not have Kawhi Leonard, but we still got each other, and if you want the title, you're gonna have to go through us, which is pretty, which is a pretty good mindset that they have, and and really like even their coach Nick Nurse, he has made them play real basketball. Normally, any given day they would fold, but this time they won't, and they're ready to battle. And I think, I believe that if if you have to give the NBA Coach of the Year honors, I would give it to Nick Nurse just because of how. Like, there were many questions about the Raptors this year. That Some say that, oh, they're going to not make the playoffs or be an eight seed. Now they're second in the East, pretty much where they were last season. It's just like, that's probably the best coaching job that I could think of that I've seen since watching basketball. Yeah, and it, it looks like it's – going to be a fun playoffs to watch i might have to watch some more just or just start watching go ahead go (laughs) watch it watch it really like it's it's wonderful it's you'll you'll see things that you never thought of and and yeah like it's an opportunity to get to know a lot of these players like yes you got the stars the superstars but those role players out there they're they're going to be important and there will be names that you will never forget just because of the, the performances that have been happening. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's that's in all playoffs. It almost seems like no matter what sport it is, when it comes to playoffs, the 
the athletes, they just somehow find another level. Mm-hmm. It, you know, like I'm knowing what, you know, I've been following the NHL playoffs very heavily mm-hmm. right now. And it's interesting to see how, you know, the, even the hockey players, they're, they're, they turn it yeah. on. You know, players that might not have been as successful in the regular season, all of a sudden they're just showing up out of nowhere. And I'll talk a little bit about that with one particular team when we get to yeah. hockey here shortly. But it's, it's interesting to see how even, you know, no matter what sport it is, basketball, hockey, bas- baseball, you know, soccer even, once it comes to playoffs, athletes just turn it on. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, and where else? Any other breakdown that you want to know before we continue? Well, let's, we've talked about the East. We, let's go to the West. West. And the West looks more fun than the, than the East. I think the East is kind of – you can kind of look at what's going on and see who's going to win each series. You know, I think it's going to be Boston and Toronto based on what I'm seeing and Miami and – if you're saying Milwaukee just had a bad game, then it's going to be Miami and Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, it'd be very hard, interesting to see if any of these teams that are down in the series, besides Milwaukee, actually come out and come to the, the divisional yeah. round. Yeah, absolutely. Or the championship round or whatever they call it. Yeah, I don't know how about they, yeah. their series are called. <laughs> series, and then you get to the conference finals and just battle it out for, that, for the two spots in the NBA finals. But yeah, the West... You're right. It's been very interesting. Um, we just talked. Looks like we had a wild card matchup too. Yeah, like. Or playing is what they're game. calling yeah, it. Yeah, we talked about that. The Blazers and the Grizzlies. You, sh- the Suns, and I think we should talk about them. Even though they didn't make it, which in my opinion they should, they went eight and zero in the bubble. And how they played out, I, I was like, they better keep this. I, I keep saying to a friend of mine who's a Suns fan, I don't know what they're eating in Orlando or what they were given in Phoenix, but whatever it is, it seems to work. But um, really, I was disappointed that the Suns didn't, weren't there just because they were undefeated and the Grizzlies only played one, two games. But I think knowing the NBA, they're going to fix this next time. I think what I expect to see is why not have battle it we're going to have like a three-team playing game. Ballot it out. Whoever has the best record of the three gets the bye, and the next two play each other, and then the winner will play the one with the best record of the three and go from there. And that way it solves your problems, and then you, you have superstars. And it's no disrespect to John Morant, who's a rookie. This guy's going to be box office, but Devin Booker and Damian Lillard, we could have seen, okay, who, who's the best? Like, who's the best shooter? Who, who wants it more? And I think this is where we would have truly seen, like, what, the like, what, what could have happened. But I expect the NBA to get that done, to get that better, and, and, and they, and they will. That that's who the NBA is. When there's a mistake, they're gonna fix it right away. Yeah, I remember seeing a lot of upworn basketball communities about how that happened, and they were not happy that happened at yeah. all. 
go 8-0 and the bubble only to be sent home, not okay. Yeah, and I think, like I said, the NBA will fix it. And 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 I, I trust the NBA to, to do that. There's no question about it, about that. None. Yeah, so, so Portland is playing your wife's Lakers. Yes, and they beat them. <laughs> She's not happy about uh, that, I imagine. <laughs> I think there is a possibility of an upset. Uh, I'm not going to jinx that, but based on how the Blazers are playing, like it is just unbelievable. And I would also say, like if I'm the Clippers, I would also be concerned because – you're facing the Mavericks, and the Mavericks, they're no, they're no scrubs either. They got two, two top 25 players in there, and Luka Doncic and Kristaps Porzingis. How game one ended was, I would say, pretty, pretty weird, which I don't think Kristaps Porzingis should have got ejected just because he did a, a, little, a little push. But it's playoff basketball. Like playoff basketball, you just got to let the guys play. Because it gets more physical, mm-hmm. you just got to deal with it. But I think the refs, I, I think because there's no crowd involved, they want to make calls just right away without letting the players process, which that was what happened in game one. So if I'm, if I'm both the Lakers and the Clippers, like it's pretty much put up or shut up. And, mm-hmm. and we could see both L.A. teams – out of here, I doubt that would happen. But if it does happen, like, I think the West is going to be wide open. If you really look at the other series. Yeah, that's in, – it, it's interesting. Some of the biggest markets in the West aren't even going to be in past the first round of playoffs. Like, LA fans, that – is a thought running through your mind right now, I imagine. Oh, a little bit. Like, I know for Lakers, oh, it's just one game, you know. But, some, like I mentioned, sometimes one game can change the series. But we'll see. One game's all it yeah, takes. Yeah, we'll see game two tonight, especially Damian Lillard. Like, he, he's, been, he's been pretty much averaging close to 40 points a game. Like, he had no idea, like – how to even stop that guy? He is just unbelievable. Like he, his mindset of coming into the bubble is, hey, leading my team to the playoffs and making noise. And he has an opportunity for that. He does. And probably he has probably a little bit the best supporting cast that he could ask for. So with Carmelo Anthony coming back, unbelievable. I wish the Blazers could have gotten him. Like four years ago, they would have been legit, but Carmelo is bringing it like you've never seen him before. And so, yeah, keeping an eye on these players and also the the Rockets, they just beat the Thunder. No Russell Westbrook right now because of his quad injury, but he's going to be an important piece for the Rockets with their small ball. Pretty much no one under, under six, no one. Over six ten. It's just basically six seven and under. So it's been pretty interesting. So keep an eye on those rockets. And then we just talked about the Jazz and the Nuggets. And that's pos- that could be an upset. I'll tell you that. That could be an upset. Even though Denver, they're, they're, 
they want to make a deep run as well. But Utah, like, that I they, it could it could happen. Basically, I I won't be surprised if three. I would say three out of the four series will go to seven games. I wouldn't be surprised if this Denver Utah ones going to go that way. Denver and Utah always match up well, oh, yeah. no matter what Impressive. year it is. And it's interesting to see it happening again here. Um, it's kind of funny because my at work, one of the guys I work it with is a big Utah fan. My dad's a big Utah fan, having grown up in Utah. And then there's me who's kind of like, well, I like Utah, but, you know, I'm from here. I feel like, you know, the home team's worth cheering yeah. for. <laughs> so I cheer for the, you know, the Nuggets, yeah. right? So it's kind of fun because after that first game, you know, 135 to 125 over time, comeback, great comeback yeah. in fourth quarter. Then to win it in a regular or final over, in the overtime, I could go into work the next day and look at my coworkers and it's like, what happened to the Jazz? Because, like, the, for what I was seeing up until, you know, the fourth quarter, the Jazz, they had it in the book. Yeah. You know? This could easily very well be a Jazz two zero leading series right now had the Nuggets not been able to come back. And I think with what I've been seeing from Denver this whole year is if you want a team that can be a favorite for a good comeback, it's the Nuggets. They, they always seem to be able to keep that fight going. When other teams yeah. think they got it in the bag, the Nuggets seem to be able to be like, here we are. Yeah, pretty much. So we'll see what happens to West. You, it's it's the wild wild west it's always has been and and yeah keep an eye on that especially like we mentioned la like tonight we're gonna see the lakers see how that goes and and based on that we can we can evaluate probably 60 percent of it what will happen to them so so yeah we'll we'll see about that especially with lebron's opportunities how many opportunities is he gonna get because he's 35 so he probably has two more years left in as far as his play as far as his playing skills so so we'll we'll keep an eye on that as well yeah well that'll definitely be interesting watching how it comes out because playoffs you never know what's going to happen teams they somehow just find it in them to do uh the impossible yeah do agree with that big time so but yeah so unless there's anything else we want to talk about with basketball let's move over to hockey let's move on Sweet. So in the so what happened with hockey is very interesting. They were the only team, the only league to say their regular season was done. Yeah. And you know, as I said in a previous episode, you know that made me really happy. What with you know now the Red Wings, an original six NHL team, having the worst record in all of hockey in hockey's history, that makes me pretty happy because before that was by the avalanche not very happy <laughs> and so now that's that's changed and they 
had 16 teams and they had a play-in round and those play-in rounds were series of five and in those series of five it was interesting you had the teams play for you know what they wanted or whether or not they wanted to come in and that affected who would be in the playoffs and whatnot so I can't remember all the teams. I'd have to go look it up real quick. But those that made it into round one, you had number eight for, and we'll start with the West and we work our way east. So in the West, we had the teams that made it past the playing round. We had the Blackhawks at seed, seeded eighth. We had Arizona Coyotes seeded seventh. The Calgary Flames at six. And the Vancouver Canucks came in at five. And it was interesting because Arizona, especially the Nashville Predators were kind of only there because of the way their points in the regular season worked. Mm -hmm. Um, So they were only there because they did somewhat decently in the, in the regular season only to turn around and kind of be sent home by Arizona. And then I can't remember who the Blackhawks played in order to get in, but they obviously they beat whoever they were playing. And now they, they, and then they got kicked out by Vegas. <laughs> and so right now with round one going on, you have two teams or three teams that have clinched. One in the East has clinched yeah. two in the West have clinched moving on. Mm-hmm. And we have two more series that can either be decided tonight or another day. And what that means is going to be interesting. Oh yeah. So it's interesting. So right now, Vegas had beat won their series against Chicago four to one. That really was going to be not much of a contest with Vegas and Chicago. Vegas in their round robin, they had a really decent record. Only really lost to one team. I want to say it was the Blues. Hold on, let me look at that real quick. Yeah, I'm checking it out as well. Uh, Who are you? Give us a minute. Vegas Golden Knights schedule. Yeah, so their only loss in the playoff round was to, or the, the round, no, they went, they didn't lose in the round robin. So they beat Dallas, they beat St. Louis, and then they beat Colorado mm-hmm. in overtime. So, the, and that was a play for the first seed. So it could have easily been Colorado against Chicago. Um, but I'm kind of glad it wasn't. I'll talk about that in a minute. So, and then you had them play Chicago, beat that, took that series four to yeah. one. And so that was that. Now they're in round two. They will play. Well, we don't know yet. I'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> so, um, Colorado played Arizona. As I mentioned, Arizona beat the Nashville Predators in order to get into the playoffs. Yeah. And as I said, they didn't necessarily need to be there because Arizona is a fully big defensive team. The only team that they have uh, – the only team that 
they're kind of the team that Colorado was last year where there people were saying Colorado's an only one line team and they only had one line where that really could produce offense for them. Other than that, it was their goalie that kept them alive and in every game. It well, except for yeah. today. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and, or yesterday, sorry. And so they were unable to do much when they're against Colorado. The only game that they won against Colorado was a game that Colorado still played fairly well. They just couldn't get a shot in against their goalie. And when you can't get any shots on goal in, you're not going to score. Therefore, you're not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> the game, the game was all about putting it in, in the net, put it, getting your puck into the net. Really, there's no other way. To put it. And yeah, there's no other way. And right now, you have Dallas against Calgary, and if Dallas wins, we'll Colorado will be facing Dallas in the next round, and. Or if Calgary wins, we will be facing whoever wins versus the Blues oh, and Canucks. Okay. So basically, so, if, if this is correct, it's all like like zigzag or is it so? Pretty much. So how it works is you'll face the higher seed. So the higher seed in the Cal- Calgary-Dallas game is Dallas. So if Dallas wins today, we'll be facing Dallas in round two. Yeah. Um, and if Calgary wins, they would go to Vegas, if I'm understanding correctly. Because <laughs> the next high seed would be whoever is winning in the Blues and Canucks. Oh, okay. Game. They're serious. Makes sense. Okay. I got enough. So the top seed kind of gets the easier route in the playoffs because they face the lower mm. seeds. But that doesn't necessarily mean anything. Just because you're seeded lower doesn't mean you're not oh, going to yeah. do well. In yeah, the that's understandable. Yeah. So. Kind of looking at it, it seems very similar to how uh, the East is in basketball, where you have two teams that you kind of know are going to do well in the playoffs, or two teams yeah. that are really doing well in their playoff series, and then moving on yeah. versus the West, which you have no clue on. That's kind of how the East is looking right now. Um, there are four teams actually looking at it now that have come into round two. You have the Tampa Bay Lightning, which is a cup favorite, by the way, going into round two. And you have Boston beating Carolina going to round two as well. Mm -hmm. So, and it's a similar situation in the East. Tampa Bay can either face the winner of the New York Islanders game or Boston. So if the Capitals beat the Islanders in the series, but – but they're down three to one in the series, so they'd have to win, you know, the next the rest of the mm-hmm. series in order to win. So the series and go. So if the Capitals come make a comeback in the series, they go to Tampa. Otherwise, Tampa is pretty much facing Boston. Yeah. And then you have the Flyers versus the Canadiens, Montreal, and Montreal is down in the series by a game. That game is three to two, Philly on mm-hmm. top right now. So, and basically from what I've heard and what I've seen, um, there's not much going on relatively to how uh, they're doing. Um, that There's a bit of breaking news that just happened as we started recording. Um, NHL said Gall- Brandon, Brandon Gallagher of the Montreal Canadiens will not be playing in game six. So if we have any Montreal fans listening, unfortunately you're out 
you know, Brendan Gallagher, who I haven't watched many of the Montreal games, but I imagine he's an important piece. Um, so, and a broken jaw in hockey is not, I would imagine, not too uncommon, obviously, yeah. with how physical the game can be. But it's still a bit of bad news to lose a good player. Yeah, it is. And whenever you lose a player to an injury like that, you can just hope they heal but quickly and that they can get back to the ice as soon as possible. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. We'll see what the Canadians do. I know they want to get back to their glory days. But it's been a while since they were, they were the top dog. So we'll see what they do. Yeah, it's, it's interesting because out of, you know, the whole playoffs, most of the teams in there are American or based in the U- U.S., yeah. right? But there's one, two – at least three teams that are based in Canada. So we have the Montreal Canadiens, the Vancouver Canucks, and Calgary Flames that are all based in Canada. So, and both the Canucks and Flames have a chance to go into the round two as well as the Canadiens. All they have to do is win game six and game seven and force game yeah. seven. And who knows what happens in game seven, but they have a chance to go into round two yeah. as well. So it's, all these Canadian teams, they want to be back in prevalence, and they're getting there. It just seems to be with what I've seen and heard as I've watched these playoffs yeah. that they just need a little more oomph, maybe another piece or two that can push them over that edge, but they're, they're right there. Oh, yeah. Boston is Boston. There's not much you can say about that. They're, they've always been good and always continue to be good. Um, same with the Capitals. Um, they, ironic, they won the, the the Stanley Cup two years ago, and back in 2018. So they're they're still considered Cup favorites, Cup contenders. But right now they're they're suffering. They're not playing very well in their series. They could be eliminated tomorrow by New York Islanders yeah. and the art, which is no no shame. Islanders are playing very well. I heard, so yeah, yeah, I've heard. So we'll we'll, we'll see what they'll do. So, base the so yeah, you know, it, it's just interesting to see how everything's going to come back together and how everything's going to work out. So, as soon as we get further in the playoffs, we'll we'll let everyone know. It's like, you know, they hockey playoffs. You know, not to sh- slag on NBA playoffs or anything, but you can almost always predict how the NBA playoffs are going to go. You can almost always do that because, you, you know, you can't necessarily predict hockey. You never know what's going to happen in a NHL playoffs. Like, you can, you can say that about basketball, but you can almost guarantee some, one team's move, you're yeah. moving on. You, have, you, you, you just know, you know, like, you can look at it right now and you can say Miami's going, Boston's going, and Toronto's going in the East, you know, and Milwaukee maybe. We just – it, but it's highly likely. So you you kind of know how the playoffs are going to work out. Whereas in hockey, you just don't know. It can go a variety of ways. Upsets happen a lot more frequently, yeah, I think. That is true. I'll give you that. And, yeah. and I'd see in basketball. So it's – I don't know. So, like, and they 
there's nothing like the hockey playoffs. Plus, there's nothing like a hockey game anyway. But when it comes to playoffs, there's nothing like the Stanley Cup. Yeah, you could say that. Like also, like, but in the NBA, obviously, if your team's got a star or two, you have a shot. And especially mm-hmm. today, since obviously there's no home court advantage, you got stars, and even if they're young or home ice, hey, this you have a shot. You have a shot. Mm-hmm. So, so, so this year's kind of fluke in any playoff situation or any sport. But yeah, really. So, and you and I wouldn't say it's a fluke. I would say, like, yeah, it does play a role. As, as one of the neighbors' dog is barking because she, she's excited for something. I don't know about what, but I will say that that you just how how these teams will handle handle this will be the difference between leaving early and winning it at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same in hockey, same in baseball. It, depending on how they handle it, it's going to depend on how, how they do. So it's going to be interesting. And, you know, like, it's, it's interesting because, like, there's a ton of international players. And so to see all these international players, whether it's in uh, the NBA, NHL, MLB, when you – you get people that are from those countries tuning in, especially when it comes to playoffs. So it's it's fun to watch how or see that it doesn't matter where you're from, sports just bring you together. Yeah, it does. No question about it. So, but I think we're done for the day. Unless you got a, anything else you want to talk about with basketball or hockey well, related, no, other than. We're going to see the draft. The draft lottery will happen today, so mm, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, there's three teams that have a shot for the first round pick. One of them, of course, are the Golden State Warriors. So it'll be interesting to see what they'll do. Either that sounds keep wrong. <laughs> well, they had the worst record, but it's not. It wasn't their intention. Oh, we're going to have the worst record. They had injuries, so. It's either they're keeping the pick or they're trading it to get some to get a big star. So we'll see what they do later on if they get the number one pick or a top three pick. Yeah. Although, you know, I understand trading it, but I think it's almost more beneficial to keep the number one pick. I don't know how this moderates or how the draft is looking but you don't you want the best in any draft you want the best talent you can get at whatever position you are yeah. in the draft so if you get the number one pick why trade it away to a team that you know isn't as contention level as you are when you as out of a fluke season you get the number one pick all of a sudden you can benefit get your team to benefit a lot more just based on whoever that player you select is yeah, we'll see. We'll see what they do. So it'll be interesting yeah. to see. It will be. Yeah, the hockey draft lottery had a lot of controversy with it. Uh, they did it a while ago, and they had a team, the NHL logo show up when they originally did it, which meant that there was a 
team that was in the the qualifying round yeah. playing in for the playoffs that was going to have a chance to get the number one pick. And they re- redid the lottery of those teams that got knocked out, and it ended up being the New York Rangers with the number oh, one pick. About that. That, that pick. So there's kind of some controversy around it. But when you look at the NHL, you're like, any that's good news, or that's eyes on the sport, people looking into it going, wait, why is this controversial? So it's interesting yeah. to see how it's working out. Yeah, absolutely. The more controversy, the more people will tune in and want to know about it, you know? Hot mm-hmm. heat. Oh, yeah. So I think that's it for the yeah. day. We'll uh, have to schedule another time where we can record next episode. But, you know, let's keep going and everyone watch these playoffs. Let's yeah. see how they turn watch out. It, watch these playoffs. And also feel free to comment on our Facebook slash Instagram page. Always free to comment on your thoughts on the playoffs, both in the NBA and NHL. And, and even in baseball, feel free to comment. And even, heck, with the, champion, the UEFA Champions League final with Paris Saint-Germain finally making it after investing almost, 800, almost $828 million since the Qatari takeover, which we'll probably talk about it in a few episodes, probably either the next or two episodes down the road. So, so yeah, co- feel free to comment on it and feel free to post any interesting news in regards to the world of sports here on, on Soren Sports Podcast. Yep. So till next time and what was available for you? Keep keep the positivity going. All right, Alan. Stay chilly down there in hot oh, Texas. Oh well, you too. Up down in Rexburg. Right. <laughs> All right, man. Let's keep soaring, everybody. Keep soaring, my friends.